This is Live Well Talk on COVID-19. I'm Dr. Dustin Arnold, Chief Medical Officer at St. Luke's Hospital, Union Point. Uh, in today's podcast, I'm going to give an update on COVID-19. I'm also going to review some studies that have been completed on ivermectin, as well as discuss uh, monkeypox. In the hospital, we're down at single digits in COVID. We've had this bump that everybody's familiar with that, that, that triggered the return to masking, but we have not had hospitalized patients. This is consistent with a coronavirus that it, as it mutates, it becomes weaker. It transmits easier, but people don't get as sick. And so that, that's on the upside. And I think we'll be seeing that going down, but we remain in a high transmission level for the community. So masking is warranted inside uh, buildings, a low level for the community. Uh, so that's why, that is why masking is not required in healthcare, is required only in healthcare facilities. Some other things that have happened since we talked last time, uh, Johnson & Johnson's vaccine has been restricted to people that are unwilling or unable to take the other vaccines. And that was because they did see a uh, blood clot, a thrombocytosis thrombotic syndrome, uh, which means that people have blood clots that where they shouldn't have. Uh, and it's about 60 cases per million, but Nine of those cases were, were the patients passed away. And so that has restricted Johnson & Johnson quite narrowly uh, to only adults that can't, for whatever reason, unwilling or unable to take the messenger RNA vaccines. I get a lot of questions about boosters, and I'm staying with the, uh, the recommendation that I would get it in August, September, not now, because then it'll protect you through the winter months uh, other other physicians are recommending that, and I th I, I think that's going to become the practice. Um, unless you're super high risk, then that probably should you should just get it right away this spring. Uh, the Pfizer vaccine now you can get boosters down to five year five and eleven year olds can have a booster uh, five months after the second dose. Hospitalization wise, the vaccine vaccinated and unvaccinated are identical. It, it's fifty fifty split. Uh, so that has changed significantly, and I think that doesn't reflect, that reflects the vaccines wearing off. Now, ivermectin, it, that caused a lot of controversy and a lot of uh, opinions, if you will. Uh, but now we're starting to have some studies completed, and I reviewed uh, four studies uh, in the last week, uh, and has a total of about uh, 2,000 patients. Uh, 1,400 in one study, 500 in another, 400 in another, and then roughly 500 in the following study. Uh, three of them are placebo-controlled, double-blinded uh, um, studies. And the uh, third one, the, excuse me, the fourth one was open-label. So a little less, uh, it wasn't double-blinded. But they all showed that whether it's prevention of severe illness, prevention of hospitalization, or a mortality at 28 days, that ivermectin, at the dose that you would give for uh, parasites is equal to sugar pill, placebo. Um, and so uh, this, this confirms what was suspected early on. And I think people get misled when they talk about ivermectin inhibiting viral replication. That's actually reflecting what happens in the lab at a very high concentration that would far exceed what you would have in your lungs uh, or your, your body uh, taking at the recommended doses. This week, though, a really strange thing. I've never seen this with any other uh, antiviral, antibiotic, anti-infective. Uh, we do see it with some blood pressure medications and some psych medications. But 
there's a rebound illness that occurs after you've taken Paxlovid. FDA FDA recommended or notified physicians uh, this week. So Paxlovid, which is the oral antiviral uh, that you take within five days of symptoms and being diagnosed, uh, after people stop it, some of them are having a rebound COVID illness at two to eight days after they've recovered. And it's with symptoms, it's with mild fever uh, and a positive test. So they have a negative test because they've recovered and then they have another positive test. Um, and so it's, they're describing it as a rebound after their initial recovery. Doesn't matter whether or not they're vaccinated or unvaccinated. It's a, it is a mild illness and it does require five days isolation and five days masking if that should occur. Very rare, but enough that the FDA thought they should notify us. So I, I found that uh, interesting this week. Um, Continue to use uh, uh, remdesivir uh, and um, Olumant, which is a JAK inhibitor, uh, came off authorization, emergency use authorization to emer- to approval by the FDA to be used as another agent for um, the treatment of uh, COVID-19. So from an outpatient side, we have uh, the Paxlovid, we have the remdesivir, and on the inpatient side, we have the, the JAK inhibitor. Uh, we also have remdesivir. Uh, and monoclonal antibodies. Uh, so that has been uh, uh, well worth uh, the wait, and, and it's nice to have some options other than just simply supportive care. Steroids are still recommended with the requirement for oxygen hospitalized patients. The last topic today that I know everybody is interested in is monkeypox. Uh, cases of monkeypox have been reported outside of West Africa, where it typically is seen. Uh, it is similar to the smallpox. Uh, although it, it doesn't move as easily, so it's not as transmissible. It's very large respiratory droplets. And you have to have a lot of uh, close contact. Uh, hence, it's transmitted by very close contact between people for an extended period of time. Um, it's known to be sexually transmitted with uh, 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 sexual uh, relations. Um, and uh, uh, But it has uh, fever, skin lesions, a rash. Uh, they, unlike smallpox, they, they, they develop into vesicles, pustules, crust up, fall off, and it's normal skin underneath. Uh, if, historically, you can look back at some smallpox. or it's some, Sometimes you'll see someone, particularly like in an airport from maybe a, uh, a, a country uh, outside the uh, first world nations uh, that may have uh, pox marks uh, from a case of smallpox when they were younger. And it really does cause some scarring, almost like severe acne. Um, this, th- I do not see the monkeypox becoming, um, it's very interesting. It's coming out of West Africa. It typically doesn't do that. Uh, but I think, uh, it is going to be of, uh, minimal consequence at this time, uh, of interest, the smallpox vaccine, if you received it, which I'm 52 and I received it. Uh, I think if you're in the military or if you're older than 55 or so, you probably definitely received it. It does protect some immunity against uh, the monkeypox. So that's uh, that's a benefit, particularly to our older patients. Um, that's the wrap up for this week. Uh, thank you for listening to COVID-19 update. Uh, for the latest COVID-19 uh, information, vaccines information, and more, visit unipoint.org. Thank you for listening to Live Well Talk On. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your family, friends, neighbors, strangers.
about our podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, be well.